Hey guys, I'm Kyle. And I'm Allie. Welcome, Welcome to, to our, our podcast, podcast. Where we want to encourage you in a real, raw, and authentic way. We believe in a younger generation. To rise up. So partner with us as we go all, all in for Jesus. Jesus. Welcome to the podcast, episode 25 of the Going All In podcast. And today we have a message for you. And the message today is that there is a purpose and there is a plan in your suffering and in the things that you face each and every day. In the ups and downs that you face, hashtag God is greater than the ups and downs. Come on, somebody. Good, yeah. In those ups and downs, God has a plan and God has a purpose. And we can find that truth to be true in his word. So um, I'm going to direct our attention today as we start this episode off with the very, you're distracting me. <laughs> Those of you who cannot see, Allie, <laughs> as I'm talking, is taking videos of me, <laughs> probably for Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like looking at the camera and trying to maintain eye contact. It's called content, and babe. At the same time, deliver this clear message. You can keep recording. <laughs> I just had to, I paused right there for a second. So I had to, I had to say something, but, um, the truth is through God's word, we know a couple of things. We know where Christ is right now. Christ right now is seated high above all rule, authority, power, and dominion. We know that. From Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 through 21, it says that um, that God literally raised Christ up and seated him at the right hand of the Father. So where is Jesus' position right now? It's all the way up. That's where he is as we speak. But the cool thing about it is that while Jesus is up in the very next chapter... There's a linkage that Paul is trying to convey that while Christ is up, we are up too. Because it says, uh, literally, like I said, in the next chapter, verses 4 through 6 of Ephesians 2, it says that we have been raised with Christ. That he did that for us. So you can go and you can read that. And what I did in my Bible was I underlined the part in chapter 1 where it says that Christ has been raised up. I underlined the whole verse mm -hmm. and then the phrase where it said raised up. I highlighted that part to have extra emphasis on the up. Then in the next chapter, I underlined the phrase with the word, the words up when it's talking about us. If we are in Christ and Christ is in us, we've put our faith in Jesus. That description is all about you. You are what it is describing. And I drew a little arrow because on mine it's on the next page. So I drew a little arrow and followed that arrow from chapter 1 into chapter 2 so that whenever I'm reading and I'm reading Ephesians 1, I can see there's a linkage here to Christ. 
and the story today is that we are in a story of up because of Jesus Christ. Yes, we are. Ali Joe, your story is up today. The listener that I can't see your face today, your story is up. Yep. But guess what? Just because God says that our story is up does not mean that it's all going to be rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? Um, Can you say that it's true? Yes. So a couple, well, it was actually last week. Okay, so Kyle did, he gave a message on this um, at a church we went to last week. And it was kind of timely that he had given this message because, you know, we're talking about being raised up with Christ. But, you know, even though we're going up with him, you know, it doesn't always feel like we're, you know, going up. Sometimes it feels like we're going down, you know, because there's, there's things that get hard. And maybe it doesn't have to be anything big. But, I mean, last weekend was pretty rough for us because... Kyle had to take an exam and uh, even though that it doesn't seem like a big deal school can really stress especially college students can really stress um, a person out when you're depending on that degree to give you a promotion and just all that stuff we just had a rough weekend and it was the night before that he had given this message that we had experienced that. So the next Sunday morning, we were just real and raw and authentic with the congregation. We were like, look, like this was real for us last night. You know, this, we went through this last night. We're experiencing this right now. So this was a message that we were holding close to our hearts in that moment that you gave it, you know? And I just think that, Sometimes it's so hard for people to feel like they're not alone in this journey with Christ because you see social media and you see, um, you don't see the, the behind the scenes of what's, what's going on, you know, in their spiritual walk and it's not always easy and it's not always going to feel, keyword there, feel like you're, you know, going up. But that is, God can use those things to refine you and um, to produce something good out of that. Yeah. And uh, the whole idea, you know, of that our story is a story of up, but... In the journey, there's a lot of ups and downs Mm -hmm. because we're in this place called Earth Mm -hmm. in this world that isn't perfect and there are ups and downs and we experience them and we experience the the pains of them, kind of like what you were just talking about. Yeah. And this has been going on since the beginning. Mm -hmm. But I want to say it again because I started off by saying it in this episode that God has a plan and a purpose in your pain. Yeah. And he has a plan and a purpose in your journey. Yeah. Through those ups and downs. Yeah. And we are directed in scripture into Exodus. 
the Exodus story. You know, we talk about it all the time, and it's one of our favorite stories. We just reminisce on it over and over and over again. And I just wonder, you know, sometimes would anybody ever get tired of us talking about the Exodus journey? Mm-hmm. And maybe, but there's something powerful, powerful about just remembering these stories of old, you know, and what God has done, what he's brought people through, and whenever we can take something that's already been done and apply it to our life and the situation that we're in right now, it can be a powerful thing. But in Exodus chapter 13, starting in verse 17, it says, when Pharaoh let the people go, so the Israelites were in slavery, and when Pharaoh let the people go, meaning the Israelites, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, for though that way was shorter. For God said if they faced war, and they might cha- then they might change their mind and return to Egypt. Mm-hmm. We might not even go further than that in this podcast. I mean, I've got more in the yeah. following verses, but let's just take that portion right there. Here's God delivering his people from something, but he takes them not through the Philistine road because yeah. that way was shorter. Yeah. Let me just interpret this for you. God took them the long way around. Mm-hmm. God had a plan. God had a, a, a promise for the people of Israel, but he said, I'm not going to take you straight there. Yeah. We're going to take a sideways turn right here. Yeah. And the reason why we're taking a sideways turn is because if we don't, there's something down the road Mm -hmm. that you can't see called the Philistine army. And there are some bad boys. Mm -hmm. And when you face them, you're going to fear for your life. Yeah. And you're not going to be ready to to fight those guys. Yeah. And you're going to turn back around and reject the promise that I have for you and go back to the life of slavery. Yeah. I'm going to say something real quick because I can, this would be a perfect example. Um, but you say like the long way around and, um, like I have been wanting a new job for a while now, for a couple months. And, I've just been sitting at home, like nothing, like not really anything to do. And I've just, I've asked God that question. Why, why give me all this time when I can, you know, I could be getting my hands dirty, making some money, you know, all this stuff. And my perspective on it has changed because sometimes what we think that we need and the, the path that we need to take isn't going to produce what needs to be produced in us to get us to the place that we actually desire. Cause God knows in our heart what we actually desire and what will actually give us purpose. And so I just want you guys to ask yourself that question. Like God knows what's best. And for the story in Exodus, for this journey, he knew what was best for these people. Mm-hmm. And probably from their perspective, they were probably thinking what, are what is happening why are why are you doing this god why are you leading us the long way around when we could just we could just get there right now right super quick quick doesn't produce 
like things that will last. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Quick doesn't produce um, things that only come from God. And one thing I will also say is you can't expect a perfect journey in an imperfect world. You can only expect a perfect plan that's crafted by a perfect God. And that should be our perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. Perfect journeys in our eyes is everything we want to go to according to plan. Yeah, in up, our eyes. up and to the right. Yeah. But a perfect plan crafted by a perfect God is even though this happened, I'm going to turn it into good and you're going to learn something from it and you're going to be able to inspire people. And this story that I took that was broken is now put back together. And now this is going to be carried throughout generations and generations, just like the story in Exodus. Yeah. So, um, we're just going to continue on with the scripture and I love the next verse because we're talking about how God takes us sometimes the long way around. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it says in verse 18, so God led the people around by the desert road towards the Red Sea. So here's God taking them the long way around, but he takes them the way of the desert, Mm -hmm. the desert road. Yeah. And I just wonder if the listener can think of a situation um, you know, I want to ask you this question. What is your desert road? Yeah. What is the desert road that you're traveling on right now? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be big, you know, it doesn't have to be this dramatic thing. Maybe it's something small, but I know we always have a challenge for the week. <laughs> we always are like, ask yourself this question or send that text. And, um, that I, I think that could be the challenge for this week is what is your desert road? And um, once you once you pin out that, then like just ask yourself, God, am I questioning you? Am I questioning, you know, the road that you're taking me on? And if I am like teach me to be willing to listen and to soak up every moment of this journey. You know, even though it may be hard, you have something that you're going to produce in me and for me and for my good and for his glory. Yeah. The next verse, um, verse 19, it says, Moses took the bones of Joseph with him because Joseph made the Israelites swear an oath. He had said, God will surely come to your aid and you must carry my bones with you from this place. So, we're f- we're completely flipping the script there. We're in the middle of an exodus, you know, talking about how, you know, God's leading the people out. God's taking them the long way around. God's taking them to the desert. And he's like, and then Joseph. Like, what? That was that was in Genesis. We're we're moved on from Joseph Joseph, right? Like that's that's history. That's old news. Yeah. But if we if we go back there and we look at the story of Joseph, the story of Joseph ends with him saying to his brothers, I am about to die. This is Genesis 50, verse 24. I am about to die, but God will surely come to your aid and take you up out of this land to the land he promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Joseph made the Israelites swear an oath and said, 
God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones up from this place. Mm-hmm. So here's Joseph in his on his deathbed. His last words are to his brothers. He says, look, God is is taking us up. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing he said. Yeah. God is taking you up. And when he does, don't forget my bones. Mm-hmm. Let's circle back around. God is in the business of taking you up. Yeah. And your story, if you are linked with Christ, is up. Yeah. I want you to think about it. Through all the highs and lows of life, at on your deathbed, the moment you take your last breath, regardless of if you're, you know, at that point in time on an upward trajectory or if you're on a downhill slope, your last move is going to be this straight up motion into the embrace of the Father. Yeah. That's why I can say with confidence, your story is up. But when we look at Joseph, what did Joseph experience in his life? Because if we're talking about highs and lows and ups and downs, we have to look to him. So let's just go back and forth real quick and just talk about some of the highs and lows of Joseph starting from the very beginning. He has dreams. He's the favorite child. And, I mean, his father loves him the most. That's obvious. Yeah. Um, And he has these dreams that he, that he is above everyone, you know, that he is above his brothers. Yeah. And then he gets thrown into a pit where down, down into a pit. Yeah. Then he was taken up, up out of the pit. And then he was thrown into slavery down in Egypt. Yep. And yeah, he goes to Egypt uh, he's he's down in Egypt. He's in slavery. Mm-hmm. But guess what? God was with him. Yep. God had favor on Joseph, and God raised him up. Yeah. And he's and he's Pharaoh's right hand. Not Pharaoh. He's Potiphar's right hand man. Yep. And then Potiphar's he gets falsely wife. accused. Yep. By Potiphar's wife. So he gets taken down into prison. Back down into prison. And then. He interprets dreams for the cupbearer and the the baker. The baker. And he says, when these come to pass. Remember my name. Just remember my name. Mm-hmm. And so here's Joseph, you know, tells the cupbearer and the baker these two different interpretations of their dreams. Yep. Both come true. Mm-hmm. I think the cupbearer is the one that made it. The baker yes. is the one that died. Yeah. And the cupbearer is taken up out of prison. And he forgets. And Joseph's thinking, this is my shot. Yep. He's going to remember me. Nope. Back down. Mm-hmm. But then finally, Pharaoh has a dream. And nobody can interpret it. Interpret it. Mm-hmm. And then the cupbearer says, oh, wait. I remember. I remember this guy, Joseph. I think he can interpret your dream. He said, come on, bring him up. So... Joseph's coming up, mm-hmm. and he's interpret interpreting the dream of Pharaoh. Yeah, Pharaoh is shown great favor with God mm-hmm. through this dream and the interpretation of Joseph. Seven years of abundance followed by seven years of famine. 
So get ready. Yeah. Barrow's like, you're awesome. Yeah. You be in charge. Yeah. So here, through all the highs and lows, with what started of him being thrown in a cistern, Joseph is pretty much all the way up. Yeah. Only second to Pharaoh in Mm -hmm. all of Egypt. Yeah. And guess what? His dreams do come true. And seven years of abundance were followed by seven years of famine. And Joseph's brothers are coming down. Yeah. They're in front of Joseph. The brothers are in front of Joseph. Joseph realizes exactly what's going on. Remembers his dream. Comes full circle. Has the revelation. Yeah. Takes his brothers kind of back and forth on this journey. Back to their father. Back to him. Back to the father. Back to him. Yeah. And then finally, Joseph reveals himself to his brothers. They have a kumbaya moment. They go get daddy. Bring daddy back. Joseph and daddy get to reunite. And they get like the best part of the land in Egypt to themselves. Yeah. That's the story of Joseph. But yeah. when but when Joseph's dad died, Jacob, mm-hmm. when he died, his brothers were scared for their life. Yeah. Because they thought, Joseph spared our life. You know, we, we tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. We we left him for dead. Yeah. He showed us great favor. But he loved dad. Yeah. Dad didn't do anything to him. We did. Yeah. Now that dad's gone, Joseph's going to kill us. Mm -hmm. And Joseph reassures, after this is all played out, Joseph reassures his brothers that what you meant for evil, God meant for good. Yeah. He said that you put me in a pit, but God put me in a palace. Yeah. And guess what it was for? It was for the saving of many people people Mm -hmm. because guess what had all this not happened Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be saved yep you guys would be starving to death yep and then you know you look forward in the bible and you see that jesus himself came from this bloodline yep and then you know we know that jesus is the christ yeah he's the messiah he's the one that died shed his blood so that Whoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have life. Yeah. And so here's this beautiful story of all the highs and lows, the ups and downs all throughout Joseph's Mm -hmm. life. And there's a purpose in all those highs and lows. Yeah. The purpose is that people shall be saved. Yeah. And that God's going to get the glory. Yeah. And what God, what people meant for evil and what Satan meant for evil, God meant for good. Yeah. And so when we face things in our every single day, we can have the confidence to look at them and understand this situation may suck, mm-hmm. but God's got a plan. God's got a purpose. And even though I may not see it, he can bring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's God. Yeah. 